The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hey, it's me. It's Lee Michael Kimbrell. How are you guys doing out there, Nasty Boys and Girls, across the whole wide world? Oh, sounds good. They're having a great I li- time. I like, I like you guys applauding even more so than just saying, hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. I love it. I have the soundboard. I can click on it. I can, you know, I can also make that. Boom. And, and now we're talking about the soundboard. You want to give them just a little bit more of a peek behind the curtain of this fabulous <laughs> production that you guys call the new Nasty Boys? Last week, we had an issue with a chord. It was humming. It was dinging. Didn't sound good. It was humming and dinging. This week... Uh, we had an issue with the card not reading the first like minute and a half. Yeah, of the so episode. we had all this witty banter about, oh boy, gee, it's great to be here. You should have heard me. I did my intro in an Australian accent. It was great. It was great. It was really good. One of the best intros we've ever had. It's a shame that it was lost to the ether. We enjoyed it. It was good. It was good in our moment, but you know, what are you going to do? We're, well, here's what we're going to do we're introing the pod right now. We talk about. Our Saturday night getting uh, getting real Get, toasty. Getting litty over at Tyler Snipes, friend of the pod, part of the media's house. So it's going to start now. Just right. Things I remember was looking at you and going, I am so fucked up. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful level of drunk that I haven't seen my boys on in a long time. It was top tier. Oh, it was Billy drunk where Billy gets emotional and tears start coming. Yeah, don't like to admit that, it, but no, it's true. No, it's not a bad, and it's like in the most beautiful way. It, 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 we were all opened up, just like saying really nice shit to each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, man, it's been so tough. Like I'm not roasting you at all. If anything, it's a good quality trait. Yeah, you get drunk and then just get real emotional and start talking about all the good stuff, and then get get it deep into the feelings. And I'm honest, but I'm not a dick about it. Yeah, I hate those drunk people who just slur through everything, and then it's like, and then they look at you and they get it all together, and then they just cut you right at the knees. They're just like, so you mom, and then you're fucking terrible. Yeah, right. Why are you? Why are we friends? I don't like you. Yeah, dude, that's the kind of worst. That's the worst kind of drunk. Is it's like you know people say, oh, a drunk heart speaks a sober mind or whatever. Is and it's it? like even when you're drunk, if that's if that's how you really feel, mm-hmm. if you hate someone so much that you tell them that when you're drunk, you just don't need to be around that person. No shit at all, drunk or sober. But I don't know the whole sober heart or drunk heart sober mind bullshit or backward other way around or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just like if you're an asshole when you're really drunk, means you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> it means you're an asshole. You are the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, when he drinks, he just turns into the biggest dick. It's like <laughs> no, his inhibitions are dampened to the point where he can just show who he really is. Right, exactly. You know? But then you've also never met someone who's like, wow, when he's drunk, he becomes a poet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Never met that. That guy doesn't fucking exist. It's the the difference between, you know, people say, oh, I'm a good drunk or oh, I'm a bad drunk or whatever. 
Right. And I guess there is a little bit of give in that, but like most everyone I know, right, you would consider a good drunk. They just get a little laughier and more boisterous and, you know, they might touch you a little bit more. But nothing insane. But nothing insane. I know a couple people who are like that, monster drunks. Right. And, you know, they either lose everyone in their life or become sober. Right. And those are your options. That's it. Those are the only two. Yeah. Well, there's a third one. You die. You could die. You could die. That is another one. You could leave Las Vegas. But, man, we... we Really did it up on Saturday. Watched some NFL football. Billy smoked wings. Tyler made sliders, a salad. Those were turkey burger sliders. Turkey. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was awesome. He killed it. We smoked some cigars. Oh, yeah, we did. Billy got a motherfucking mini keg of... I got a five liter jug of Hop Slam. Hop Slam. Huh. And we killed it. We. I'm so proud of us. I think I did the most damage on it. Oh, I would assume so. I had a glass and a half. That shit's like drinking bourbon, dude. Oh, but it's so smooth. This year's batch, it's so smooth. It is really good. Not too much of a burn, not too sweet, and it's crushable. I would once you get into rhythm, I look I'm I can I can drink that in four gulps. A yeah. full pint. It's a really good beer. Not even think about it. And I was it. just kind of mixing between that and then i had some high lifes mm. Mm. little kings yeah yeah i drank a little king threw a couple claws in there yeah B- between that and the cigar and all the food and then that long break that i took like man honestly i felt fine well <laughs> no i'm like i'm talking the next day right well i was about to say for me the next day yes i woke up on the downstairs couch still in all of my clothes and woke up and then realized I had to go meet John in half an hour. Oh, my God. To go get lunch and go to the record store. And Alicia was just sitting at the kitchen table on her computer doing homework. And I got up and I turned and I looked at her and she's like, you're finally up. And then I went to take a step and I just stumbled and almost tanked. It. Oh, my God. And she's like, you're not driving. I was like, I know. Yeah. I'm just now getting used to the world after drinking probably two and a half liters of Hop Slam. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, yeah, I we we turned it in at like six thirty. Yeah, and I just like that was a long night for me. Oh, dude, I took two stu- two steps, stumbled a little bit, and then looked at her. She's like, "You're not driving." I was like, "That makes sense." And so then did you just what like Holmes gulp picked, down some water? Or Holmes picked me up. We went to the uh, Oakley Pub. Eight, went to the record store. He brought me back here, and I had a couple beers out, and then I was like drinking water, and then I caught an Uber to go over to my mom's and watch football, and then <laughs> I kept drinking with her. So did you stay the night there? Then I caught an Uber back here. Caught an Uber back. And then ended up just sitting and texting Tyler and Pat until the wee hours of the morning drinking more bourbon. Billy went hard. And then I slept almost all of Monday. Oh, yeah. You had Martin Luther King Day. That's right, baby. Shout out ML King. That's right, baby. The, the doctor. Got, the, the good king. doctor got Billy that fucking sweet hangover recovery day. <sighs> it was just sweat and the couch. Speaking of Tyler and sweat, did you see that little sauna thing he has in his room? Doesn't that thing rip? It looks pretty cool. What are the odds that that thing lasts two more years, or lasts a year? I don't know. I mean, it looked kind of cheap, but he fucking lives by it. I don't know. I put down some money on it. Yeah? I'd put down some money on it, just like I'd put down some money on, uh, you know, things like the football. What? What's football? 
football. Football. It's a sport where in the midst of the playoffs, we're actually in the conference championships, and there's mm-hmm. a way that you can wager money on it online. You can bet online. Wait. But Let me tell you all where? about it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so football is in full effect, and uh, there's four teams left. It's in very much full effect. You might not be able to have gone to a game this year, but you have been and still can get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching prop bets. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code. Armchair. armchair to take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Great read. Yeah, man. You had some money down. And I lost all of it. Well, you parlayed it and you missed on the Ravens. I missed on the Ravens and I missed on the Buccaneers. Oh, wow. Went with the Saints. Went with the Aints, dude. I, you got to. That's how I. Did you see that shit that came out about Breeze, what he was playing with? No. He still had, like, all of his ribs were still fractured. He still had, like, nine fractured ribs. And this whole season, he played with a torn rotator cuff. In which arm? His throwing arm. That is so fucking crazy. And that's how good he was. Yeah. I think it was his throwing arm. I mean, even if it's not his throwing arm, that's just bonkers. So what, is he just, like, getting shot up with cortisone and then just limping out there? Yeah. Man. And just being the ultimate competitor. shots are so fucking crazy and really add to the legend of athletes. Well, here's the thing with cortisone shots, especially with Drew Brees. Like, if you have, like, an open birthmark and they just put it right in there, it works even better. It works. And since he's got, you know, that huge one on his face. Dude, I swear the Drew Brees face birthmark is like a Mandela effect thing. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a different shape. Sometimes it's in a different place. Like, I, I've been surprised by his birthmark on his face like five times. Did you know that at one point it's been all 50 states? Yeah, dude. It just keeps... Fu- <laughs> it's it's cancerous. There's, yeah. It's so wild. It's a mole. It shouldn't change that often. Man. No. It's crazy. No, it really is. But, you know, him and Brady went out there. They were combined like almost 100 years old. <laughs> 85. That's... is So Brady's 43? 42. 42. And then Tom's 43. Breeze is retired, man. That's great. Now, that's, now a, we, that's a huge changing of the guard. And like one day you lose Breeze, you lose Phillip Rivers. Yeah. I mean, that's those, those guys are legends, man. So who do we have left from that 04 draft class? It's just Big Ben then. Yeah. And isn't he on his way out? He should be. Yeah, I think he's out. That fat fuck needs to retire. He's going to retire. Yeah, but he just won't. He's no. just a beer can with a can. He's just a beer can with a can. Yeah, that was so exciting to see the Browns win that game. Yeah, it was. See Ben Roethlisberger literally cry on the sideline. What's your take on the fumble in the end zone? You lose the ball diving for the pylon. It goes in the back of the end zone. Touchback, and then it goes to the other team. Yeah, that's that's a that rule's got to be changed. See, I'm in the camp. I'm in the opposite camp on that. I watched all this stuff. Everyone talk talk about it and argue and complain. No. You drive all the way there. That's where you end up. Yeah. But say like you you get you you don't get there. Or say you drive too far and you drive your car into the window, you have to pay for everything that happened. Yeah. There are consequences to you doing too much. Do okay, yeah, it's it's like busting in a game of blackjack. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can go to, yeah, you can't, okay. Well, I mean, I see that argument. It's just when you see it happen in a game of that, and it just, that's a thing that never happens on a moment of that level. You're like, oh, fuck, that sucks. But I mean, yeah. I, I guess it's just part of the game. It's a game of inches. Yeah. That's the whole fucking game. And if you're going to die for it, you're going to risk it for the biscuit. Sometimes you leave it in too long, you burn that biscuit. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah, Come that's on. true. Yeah, that fucking blows, though. I would have loved to have seen Bills Browns. Yeah, but getting Bills Chiefs, that's going to be a fucking shootout. You're talking, you're looking at it, the over-under has to be 55 and a half at And this you're point. also just going to see concussion protocol schmun schmush and schmoda schmrall. Right. <laughs> right. Patrick Mahomes is playing on Sunday. So here's the thing. Uh, yeah. His concussion, it's not really a concussion. What happened was is like he kind of hit his head, right, on that. That didn't look like a concussion to me. The problem was is that he also knocked, got the wind knocked out of him. And so when he got all wobbly, it's because he does all the oxygen to his brain cut off. And he was like, hope, trying to get his balance. Yeah. Like, because you know, it how didn't it, look like that bad of a hit. It was an odd yeah. one. Have you ever sat up too fast and burped at the same time? Oh, yeah. All the and time. then you're like wobbly. Yeah. That's just basically what happened to Patrick Mahomes. But he is an NFL athlete. Yeah. And one of the best quarterbacks of a generation. But it's just so funny to think. You know, he's it. Oh, is he gonna play? It's like, yes, he's, he's gonna, gonna play. play. And if he can't play, he's gonna literally play. push the game back. <laughs> you know, just give him COVID. Just say he has COVID, and then that way you can be like, "Well, COVID protocol uh, yeah. means we got to move it to Monday. We yeah. got an outbreak." No it. shit. So just do that. I'll go down there and I'll inject him with some barbecue sauce. What's your Super Bowl? Um, I like pasta salad with some olives. Sorry, <laughs> um, that was the dumbest fucking dad joke. That was dumb. Um, I want Packers Chiefs. Yeah. That's a shootout. But something in me tells me the legend of Tom is just going to keep growing. I I think Brady goes to the Super Bowl, man. I think it's Brady. They're at. I think it's Brady. I think it's Bucks Chiefs. Yeah. I just don't see the I just don't see the Bills pulling it out. Cuz that game on Saturday was ugly as fuck, oh, dude. Yeah. That was gross. Yeah. I get that it was windy, but that's one of people are her- her- heralding it as a classic. And I was like, I'm bored. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think if the Bills beat the Chiefs, that's an upset. 1000%. That's an upset. Part of me just wouldn't I don't know. I don't ah man, I'm so torn. That that's what a good sport is. Right. Is if all four of those teams won, it's its cool story in its own right. Yeah. If the if Mahomes does it, it's like wow, he's worth five hundred million dollars. Right. They, they are dynastic. Right. If Rogers or Brady wins, just these timeless fucking classics. Well think about it. With 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 Brady and where we're getting Brady Brady and Rogers in yeah, a conference Brady championship farted. for the first time ever. Ever. We're getting we're getting uh we're getting Hollafield Tyson. Yeah. And then if that happens where it's Tom and goddamn Mahomes. Then you've got Ollie Frazier. Yeah, no shit. You have epic fucking matches. Ep- epic matches. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is cool as fuck, dude. Well it's also the NFL is so Based on one player. Yeah. Literally the quarterback. It's the most important it's the most important position in sports. So whatever whatever you hear when you turn on a sports broadcast and it's football season, you just hear the same dude just regurgitate. Well, that's and the most important position. Yeah. But it's true because 
I mean, who gives a shit about the Chiefs' red zone defense when you can just go out and score on a fucking whim with Mahomes as your quarterback? Yeah, and but if, you know, and if Allen wins, then he's like propelling himself into that level. Right. You know, he's like a new guy. I don't know. Sports, sports, sports storylines are so fun right now, or should be, just because it's like, what an ultimate distraction. Yeah. It's what they always have meant to be. Here's what I'm thinking of with when you say distraction like that. Here's what I'm thinking, too. It's a distraction because we are seeing the greats. The great teams are legitimately great right now. Yeah. But if you're an, if you were an average team, you got bumped down to just being terrible. And I think it's something to do with the chemistry and the amount of time teams had to set up. Think about it. The NFL didn't have any training camp whatsoever. Yeah. So they just went in. Barely any, no, sorry, they had some training camp, no preseason, so just go. Yeah. That's why you saw like bad teams towards the end of the year really start to gel because they didn't have time to figure it out, so they couldn't find a way to just be average. Yeah. Uh, Whereas the greats came out, Tom Brady, first three weeks, we were like, oh, this experiment's failed. Yeah. And he's like, I'm Tom fucking Brady. And then they fucking figure it yeah, out. Yeah, they won 11 of 12 or some shit. Some shit. So it, it's creating this gap. And you're starting to kind of see it in the NBA, too. Like, we'll see the Nets gel together with their new big three in, like, two weeks. And when James Harden lose, like, a nutty professor amount of weight yeah, from just well, not drinking Bud Light and eating chicken wings at the strip club in Houston and being in Brooklyn, like, I got to fucking get into shape. Now I have to do something. Yeah. So you'll see teams that are great just keep staying there, and your average are just going to keep tanking and be bad because they're not going to be able to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just with this... Just speed run of professional sports seasons yeah i mean we got to see that in the 60 games but it's also average average teams got rewarded by being a six seven or eight seed in their playoffs right like the brewers last year they would have, they had no business being there yeah but they had 60 games and it was a sprint and they found a way to just beat out the phillies and the fucking and some yeah and all the other teams that didn't make it i know you just want to know, if, is it even possible for baseball to get to the point where it is as big of a news story and as captivated as a news story as like an NFL or even an NBA is? And I'm, I'm talking mostly about just like the offseason. This should be exciting right now. It should be exciting. I mean, the numbers that are getting thrown out, Springer, but even then, like that George Springer signing, big deal. The story is how completely and totally fucking botched it was. Oh, yeah. By, like, the baseball media. And, I mean, that's the storyline is people are, like, laughing at Major League Baseball. It's a major four sport. And it's just like, oh, yeah, misreported. Sorry. Oh, you the Michael Brantley thing? Yeah. Yeah, that should be huge. One of the best hitters in our game is a, is a free agent, and it took... Until January 19th for him to get signed? And not only that, I mean, there was like a period of like four hours where we were unsure of where he had actually signed. Oh, God. It was reported that he was a Yankee. It was reported he was a Blue Jay. He was staying with Houston. Ridiculous. Yeah. Two-year 39? Something along those lines. A lot of money. Worth it for a guy who can hit 320 without even thinking about it. Yeah, I know. And then, I mean, even today, there were all these, we woke up thinking there might be some real big moves. Real Amuto signs somewhere. Nothing. Nothing. Well, it's all, I don't know what it is, but it's like with the NFL, like look at what the Buccaneers did. 
Tom Brady gets signed, and then he's like, I'm here. And basically, he was part GM. He's yeah. like, let's get Grunk. Let's get AB. We'll set up the offense. I'll take care of this. And it's just that personality. Just someone who's been in the game for 20-some years now, you know? Yeah. Think about that. That's crazy. You don't have those superstars that stand out in baseball. No. Because baseball is such a team it's such a team sport. Yeah, and that is very true. So many rotating facets of the game. Yeah. That you can't it's really tough to have one guy stand out. Think about it, Lindor got traded, and that was huge news for two days. Yeah, exactly. And we're not still talking about how the Mets should be setting up and shit. Well, we will, but it's not like you turn on ESPN and they're still talking about college football. Yeah. They'd rather do a college football preseason ranking when the season just ended. Yeah. They would rather do that than talk about the offseason in Major League Baseball. That's what people want. That's what people want to talk about. So it's like which came first, the chicken or the egg? Is it a complete lack of coverage? that makes this newer generation of people not care about baseball? Or is it because this younger generation of people don't care about baseball that there is no coverage? Ooh, that's tough. You know? Because I, I don't know. I just Nielsen ratings are so full of dog shit. It's like oh, yeah. in sports center, it's like who's who's really watching it? Right. You know? Who's really out there watching it? Me every night. Yeah, that's true. But then I'll also watch MLB Network every night, and I wonder what their Nielsen ratings are. Right. So, okay, here's my thing with that. When you bring up ratings, it's crazy for me to think. I think about this more than I should. I think it's an all and inside job by advertising companies. Because think about how much time, how much downtime there is in the NFL, especially between between your your quarters you know, as, as soon as another team... One game a week. One game a week. Well, think about it. For four months. They punt. The other team holds on to it. How long is that commercial break? If it's like a local... If it's local... Yeah. It's like two and a half, three minutes. Yeah. And that happens every... Six figures. Right. But that happens like every, what, four... Every... That happens at least 12 times a game? Yeah, right. The least amount. Plus your halftime. Plus reviews. Plus, there's a lot more time for advertising to be built in. That's interesting versus a baseball game. Where it's top of the inning, bottom of the inning, that's it. Pitching change. But Yeah, but now they're trying to speed that up. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to make the game faster, but they're not accounting for the advertising dollars that go into putting it on television. Right. That's the reason why soccer was held down for so long. You don't stop for 45 minutes. That's an interesting take, yeah. The only advertising you have are those little light-up screens on the side. And then they've got them on the jerseys. They've got them on the jerseys, and then you have you have halftime. There's got to be some like green screen effect advertisement that is done, and they do that on like the little. It's like pretty much every uh, billboard behind home plate is now green screened, right? And they just kind of change that and go. You know, I don't know. There's just got to be a way to adapt because that is really good point. There's less yeah. times to break away and make money during a baseball game. And that's why football is propped up to be that. They say it's an aggressive, violent sport. But if, like, think about this. If an alien were to come down here and he was to sit on the couch with us and he was like, what is football? How hard is that to explain to someone who is who has no fucking clue? Yeah. I mean, it, it just is completely out of context. 
baseball is like, well, there's a finely crafted wooden stick. <laughs> right. That is, you know, made to the each player's specific um, measurements. Yeah. And then there's this really nice rawhide cork-filled ball. What is rawhide? Like leather. Okay. I'm from space. Yeah, right. So there's a little ball, this little sphere. Right. Like a little planet. Okay. Made out of dead cow. Yum. And you throw it upwards of 100 miles per hour from 60 feet, 60 and a half, 60 feet, six inches away. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it really is. How often does that happen? Upwards of like a cup, you know, maybe 120 times a game. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Yeah, it really is. And then you try to hit it with your fine crafted pieces of wood. How? It's a it's a really difficult thing to do athletically and uh, coordination wise. That sounds impressive. I would watch this. It sounds like there's constantly action and something's always happening. That's okay. You brought this up talking about like a more fun way form of baseball. Did you hear what Theo Epstein had to say about it? No. Theo Epstein's like trying to save the game. He's just working for MLB right now. He like might want to own a team right now or eventually. Right. But like right now, he's just instead of trying to save the Red Sox or trying to save the Cubs, he's just trying to save the game. He's just talking about like the idealized, the most fun game of baseball. Doubles, triples, stolen bases. Oh, movement around the field. Oh, what I've been saying all last that's year. What, that's what I said. It's yeah. It's just like you. Yeah, I mean, just like that high, a uh, uh, liner down the line, turning a you know lengthening a double and a single into a double. Yeah, the excitement on the stealing Sorry, bases. Uh, just trying not to be like, damn, let me in there, MLB. Yeah, it's not complicated. Stop trying to make them hit dingers. We're over that. So how do you change the game? I love the idea. Well, not I mean, do you, so me, do you make the fence far deeper or like what do you do? Owners aren't going to pay for that to be fixed and or changed. Yeah, I just don't know like what rules or groundworks you lay down to Phys- you know, change the game. Like, more doubles, more triples, more this, that, and the other. Guys are throwing 100 miles an hour. Immediately off the rip, you should know what number one is going to be, and it's going to be ban the shift. And you know what people think about that? Ban the shift. They're on board. I love banding the shift. That's how you get that action again. It's so true, man. Of course, they're like, the shift's been around since the beginning of baseball. Yeah, and you know what uh, What around was, was also around at the beginning of baseball? Not letting black people play, and you changed that. Yeah, I know. So how about this? And you, can't, the shift. and you can't say the shift. I mean, it would be so interesting. You know that there is some dude out there who has done it to, to chart every single one of Ted Williams' fucking hits and to see how many of those would have been taken away by a shift. Right. Or like Carl Yastrzemski or some of these great, not that Ted Williams was a slap hitter, but some of these like great slap. What if Ichiro had to deal with a shift his entire professional career? I mean, he did once he made it to the big, like our side of the pond. Right. I don't know. It's just that shift. It really does. There are three or four hits a game taken away from that shift. At least. And, well, I mean, there's also not every person is trained to be able to have a spray chart like DJ LeMayhew. Yeah. No one can just put it wherever they want. They're trained to, like, this is my wheelhouse, this is my pitch, I put it here. You can't just... I just hate that asinine argument of people saying, well, well, couldn't they... 
couldn't they just learn to hit it there? Yeah, that's... That'd be like if you were a plumber if you're, if from ages 8 until you were 28 years old, and then they're like, hey, you, we know you've been doing this like your whole life. Like Basically, you started walking, then you were a plumber. Yeah. Okay, you see how this sink, you connect this pipe to that pipe, and that's what connects to the water? Okay, um... We're going to move that all around on you, and you won't be able to hook up that sink. And then not, I mean, like, I see that example. That's a good analogy. A plumber, and this is with full respect to plumbers, a plumber would, it would be easier for them to adjust a plumber game and adapt with the new pieces, right? Mm -hmm. But we're talking about hitting a baseball. Right. In order to even get there. There are guys who are like you're saying, they're specialized in launch angle. Right. They're specialized in that. To get to that level, guys throwing at 100 miles an hour with a fucking slider that drops <laughs> off the face of the planet. Yeah. You're hitting a, a round ball with a round bat. Right. It's, it's really difficult. Combined with the technology that we have that we've never been able to see how fast a ball spins and pitchers are learning that and figuring that out. Like, this is how I can snap it harder to make this thing go faster, drop harder, and place it? Come the fuck on. Yeah, man. And then you're going to tell me on top of that, you're going to let the shortstop move into right center field? Or short right? So Come yeah. on. Can you draw like an equivalency to the the main rip on soccer is that it is unless you are like you know trained and trained eye and love all the intricacies of the game it's a big old boring match of just shit i don't really care about goals are cool that's kind of what baseball is right now it's just nil 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 oh goal aka dinger right someone it's it's just these like small anticlimactic things with like a pretty long drawn out process that's not entertaining unless you give a fuck about it right and that's great you brought up soccer because that's the one i would explain to an alien that i think would be easiest yeah two teams kick a ball around they can't go past the last line of defenders they can't pass it over them because that's just cherry picking yeah that's just wrong and then you try and put it in that net they're like okay yeah but only one player on each team can use their hands exactly that's it either only one person who's in that net that can stop it yeah that's it and then you just can't punch people or tackle them you can go for the ball but you can't touch them you yeah. can't push them that's the easiest game to explain that to people. is an easiest one to explain basketball too Basketball is there. There is this ring. You want to get this fear through this ring. You must be dribbling. Then you have to explain like what a dribble is. You know, you can't you can't hold it traveling. You know, but what is and isn't a shot? Because there's the euro step. There's a lot of more intricacies in basketball. Soccer is the easiest to explain. It's just straight up. Straight up, easiest to explain. Baseball sounds exciting when you explain it to somebody. Yeah. But since the game has shifted just from the basics so much, it's like, well, this isn't like what it what it's supposed to be, right? It's like, no, yeah. not really. So where do you change? Because a team, I think we've talked about this before, but like for a team to diametrically just be like, nope, we're going to play small ball. You can't compete. That's what the Royals tried to do in 2019 right. with all of that speed. Yeah. And they got nothing. And they, you just try to play a different game than everyone else is playing. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, what, do you do that for, like, just principle alone? 
you don't right. you're not going to have teams just be failures just on principle alone it will take some sort of rule change right i think the easiest way to do it man is just weaponize that shift you get four a game you get four big hardy fucking shifts a game Okay. Because you were talking about like, oh, they've been using the shift forever. And that's true. But what they didn't have forever was just like complete breakdown, pitch by pitch profiles of every single player in the league. Right. And numbers and spray charts and percentages and all of these numbers. And it's like th- these guys, they've got some Harvard dude studying it enough that when Juan Soto steps up to the plate, they can just be like, all right, second baseman, stand right here. Yeah. How many times do you just see a guy get a hit and get thrown out from like 30 feet into the right field? Oh, not often. I know. I just, it's, I don't, it just seems... Wait, are you talking about a guy in the shift 30 feet into the right field? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, so often. That's what, That's I what I'm saying. I misheard you. No, I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah, I just think it kind of makes the game boring. It does, 1,000%. But it would be fun if it was just like a strategic, ah, okay, you get five shifts a game. Yeah. Are you going to do one in the first inning? Are you going to save it and have like all five of your shifts in the last two innings of the game? And it just adds some dramatics. And it's like... It makes the managers think. Yeah. And then when a shift works, then it's like, oh, what a fucking genius. He used the shift there when he needed to and it worked. And it's just like another tool in the belt. Right. Uh, my, oh, that's what I thought. My headphones are on backwards. Um, why don't you just keep it with traditional baseball? Give them three. Yeah. Three strikes, you're out. Three shifts. Three shifts a game. And that's it. Who do you want to use it? Are you going to, if you want to use them all against Cody Bellinger, good on you. Yeah. Use all three against Joseph Daniel Votto. Yeah. Cause that, or just any lefty. Yeah. Use your shift there. Cause it's stopping lefties. That's basically what it's doing. It's killing left-handed batters. No shit. That's so true. So pick your lefty that's going to be, that's going to, you know, try and gap it or someone who's got some mid-range power and you move the, sh- you put the shift on them. That, that, that doesn't make you seem like a genius, but that's what I would do. And I think that's what would happen. And we've also talked about it. Everyone always says this, but unlike say a right-handed hitter who's dead pull and you've got a first baseman playing halfway between first and second and your three infield second short and third all just piled over there on the left side of the infield and partially in the outfield then the question is it's like you know when did the guys start the fucking chop hit or the goddamn bunt or the safety you know what i'm saying but then you've got dudes making 20 mil a year who are like i'm taking hacks right Think about how much this city shit on Joey Votto for walking. Exactly, exactly. You're talking about chopping Joey the sport beats the at the shift knees. by getting on first base 45 percent of the time, and everyone's like, "This guy fucking sucks." It's like, nah, he worked the count. He was smart. Yeah, I know. Fucking, fucking. I, I don't know. Goddamn. I don't know how to fix it either. But like, I don't know how you fix it. You get rid of Rob Rob Manfred. Yeah, that's a good one, dude. What if? Theo was the commission. That gets me unbelievably horny, which makes me think it will never happen. Never in a million years. It makes too much sense. Right. It's like everything else. We've talked about politics. We've talked about baseball. All of this stuff, when it just makes a little too much sense. 
You're just like maybe we're happen. just dumb little plebeians who don't get how big old things work. We don't get. But doesn't that make sense? Theo yeah. Webstein, he clearly knows what he's doing when it comes to managing baseball. Right. Oh, uh, so sorry. the The media is going off. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Well, first of all, this will lead in nicely with everything else. But you know the Bernie meme. Yeah. It got fucking... Bernie Sanders is now selling it on a crew neck sweatshirt on his website. Good on him. Yeah. But here's the big thing that was tweeted. Uh, Source. Numerous National Baseball Hall of Famers reached out to the Hall, hoping to amend their ballots, removing their votes for Kurt Schilling after he supported the seditious acts in Washington, D.C. two weeks ago. Hall of Fame officials are concerned about the precedent this could set. I mean, he came out and he tweeted some shit. What did Kurt Schilling say? He was backing the rioters. He was saying, like, they were heroes. They were patriots. They were doing the right thing, defending freedom. It's like, nah, dude, you're that's you're just kind of, you know, queuing on Kata. That's what you're backing there. That's wild. So, and the, they turned their ballots in before, you know, the world started to burn for a little bit. We had the cult. We had basically the ashes were smoldering, you know. That's a great way to put it. Right. Because um, we all knew what was going to happen. And b- sometimes if you leave that campfire out and you thought you had it done, you forgot to flip that log. And next thing you know, you're burning little branches. You know, that thing could get out of control. Yeah. So they're worried that, that that's going to set a bad precedent. That it's like, oh, if something were to happen, like the Hall of Famers are like, nope, you can't just change your vote. So they can't just like send it back. But also we, we are living in a time where you anyone's opinion on anybody could change the matter of seconds because we have this device in our hands that can send out heinous ass shit right whenever we want to yeah i mean that's that's a tightrope that we've been walking for the last fucking four to eight years right is i don't know i mean i don't i think you have to live with it and let i him think get, you do got to live with it let him be in the hall that's fine. And then on his plaque, you put up like Kurt Schilling, you know, pitcher for the Phillies, Diamondbacks, Red Sox. I know I'm probably forgetting somebody. Let him go in there, let's solve his comp- accomplishments, and then be like, this guy also believes in right wing conspiracies and spreads lies on the internet. I don't think All- so, though. I think you say Kurt Schilling, Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. And that's it. And just let that be. Because that's what it's he is. It's not the Hall of Fame of. Of personality traits. Or good people. It's definitely not. Like, I think the people in the Hall of Fame for their respective sports who are truly celebrated, who are, like, considered to be the top of their game and A1 stand-up people. Right. Those people get blown up. We're aware of those people. Yeah. And good on them. You mean, like, Roberto Clemente I'm talking about, like, a Roberto Clemente-type player who was clearly one of the best baseball players of all time and a full-blown, you know, philanthropy guy. I'm talking about guys like these beloved people, Magic Johnson. AIDS. uh, Yeah, well, they're not all (laughs) tied to tragedy. You know what I'm talking... I'm just saying, like, most people, in order to get to the Hall of Fame... Yeah. ...of a sport, you've... Or if you need to, if you want to be at the top of a mountain of just about any field of any sort, on some level, you're sociopath. Correct. You're probably not a great fucking guy. No. You know, I mean, 
That's confusing to me. Kurt Schilling, Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. Yeah. That's who he is as a baseball player. Right. Everything else, it's like, yeah, let him dig his own grave. But, like, what's the Hall of Fame? Is it the Hall of Fame for being really good at a sport and believing the right things? Or is it a place for guys who are at the top of their game to be remembered for the things they did on the diamond? On the diamond. And I'm with you. So there's, like, the line. Like, Dave Parker should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Guy was a monster. Yes. Probably had a problem with the bug shug and, like, got busted with a ton of it. And there yeah. were reports back then that he was spending, like, three grand a week on cocaine. Yeah. 80s. Eight. Right. Think about how many people just yacked. were on yak, uh, were completely yacked out of their entire gourd, the full 80s, full 1980s, didn't, aren't even in the conversation to be in the Hall of Fame. Right, and on top of that, there was already methamphetamines in the in the clubhouses with the greenies. Yeah, he just wanted to Legal party. Meth. He wanted to party. Yeah, and these people were taking the pills to see the ball better and be quicker on the field. Yeah, or, or as they felt because they felt like fucking Superman because they're on goddamn meth. Yeah, that's the difference. I know that that's a huge that's such a tricky one. S- so then you're gonna you're gonna harp on this guy. You're gonna bust him for that for for fu- having fun. Yeah, and just Come new, on. news flash every major league let every major league baseball player legend. This is stereotyping, but that's what you do when you're talking in this format. You paint with wide strokes. Yeah. Probably not a good guy. Sure. They're probably just like the classic Don Draper that you think of. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like Yeah. Like millionaires in the 70s. Just just philanderers drinkers they didn't the idea that like you need to be this upstanding human being to be in a hall of fame of a sport it just you just need to either full-blown change the rubric right of what it means to get in there mm-hmm. but then you're disqualifying a lot of people right you can't just take Kurt people Schilling, out shithead sure hall of fame pitcher right yeah. Period. Yeah. Like that's that's where I fall with it. You what? don't got he it's it's baseball. Yeah. It's a sport. It's silly. It's trivial. It's wonderful and we love it, but like that that just seems weird to me that you'd be like, ah nah, he did believe this one thing though. It's like, yeah, but he threw a baseball. Exactly. And he got paid hundreds of millions of dollars to do it. That's dumb. One hundred percent dumb. And I love it, but th- it's dumb. Dumb. Think about this. Wade Boggs, one of the best ball players of all time, one of the best, you know, third base or whatever. Alcoholic Hall of Fame. Correct. Cross flight. What? 120 beers? Yes. Come on. Legend. Legend. Put him in a separate wing of the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah, put him in the Bud Light Challenge Hall of Fame wing or yeah. whatever. doesn't matter. But, like... That's okay, but since, like, you know, cocaine is illegal, yeah. you know, it's not deemed morally appropriate, Yeah, Dave Parker can't be in there? Come on. You put Schilling up in the hall. Put him in. Some people will walk by it if they go to Cooperstown. Some people yeah. will walk by it and be like, man, that guy's a dipshit, huh? <laughs> and then walk away. Like, oh, he's And a- then some people will walk up to him and be like, man, not only did I love the bloody sock game, but I love that he stood up for our patriots during the revolution. 
And it's like, all right, yeah. yeah, there's those people are dumb, and they're allowed to believe that too. One hundred percent. Yeah, it. Yeah, that. I don't know. That just. That is such a slippery slope. I know, and you can't live. You can't. You can't live on that hill. I think you just got to let them in because who knows? I mean, maybe enough writers have changed their mind that we're gonna see Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. There's a Get, real chance. Should man. One hundred, dude. I don't think we'd be sitting here if it wasn't for Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds. No, we would not be able to be talking about how baseball is dying because it would have died twenty years ago. Yes. No shit, man. Their shit belongs in the hall. It belongs. It doesn't belong in a separate wing. It doesn't belong anywhere. Those are that shit that like intrigued people and brought them to love the game. Save the whole game, man. Save the whole game. Sorry, they were doing something that was technic that is technically now cheating. Then it wasn't. They were trying to get an edge. Yeah. We're seeing it right now with the scuffing of the ball. With the, the pitchers, yeah. These spin right. rates are just, people are honing in on the spin rates, and now the balls have, are, have been getting scuffed. That's always been a thing. Always. It starts with the spitball from when they were like in like 1887. Yeah, no shit. The long and wiggly one. Right. Throw <laughs> yeah. the old wiggly one. Throw, yeah, they're doing that one. That's how, you know, Wiggly Jenkins got his name. <laughs> Throw him the old humdinger deucin. No, Barry Bonds deserves to be in the hall. Manny Ramirez deserves to be in the yeah. hall. These guys are Hall of Famers, man. He was Manny was already a Hall of Famer before he got caught with with feet with just like female. What was it? Like uh, estrogen. Estrogen. That's thank you and thank you for not letting me just keep stumbling and fumbling. But with estrogen in the system. Okay, he was blocking something. Okay, we don't know for how long, but guess what? He got caught at the end. He, he I remember Manny just being goofy on the field and hitting dingers. Yeah, man. And being a clutch bat. I don't I mean the estrogen thing is in the past. Hall I, of Famer. Correct. One of the guys who made the sport interesting. Yeah, man. And was great. You know you the combo should be how good you are for an extended period of time. Are you one of the best at your position for a while? And do you bring people in to watch and do people remember you? Okay, yes. And another way to just boil that down is level of fame. Right. Like level of relevance. You Hall of Fame. Come on. Yeah. The Hall of Fame. Yes. I, I know that, that it just it doesn't sound very articulate when I say that, but it's like you put the most famous motherfuckers in. Who and you can't not just infamy, right? John Rocker doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. No, that's the other requ the requirement is that but that's you were a, that good for but, that long. But that's a big duh. The correlation right. between being beloved is often there is a correlation between being really fucking good. Correct. You know, there are beloved players that just aren't Hall of Fame players. But that everyone that is understood. Right. But they, they have their own mark in the game. They left their mark. Of course. And John Rocker left his mark on a few women. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Got him. There he did. Fucking nailed it. What a great time. Oh, speaking of John Rocker, rest in peace, Don Sutton. R.I.P. Because John Rocker was dating his daughter for a long period of time. Did not know that. While he was John Rocker in it up. Wow. Don Sutton's daughter was his slam piece. Wow, good on him. Yeah. He really gave him the, gave her the splitter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Gave her the two-seam fastball. And I wish there was a boo there button. There should be a boo there. there. We could do this one. Sounds like I lost a game show. <laughs> John Rocker, man, that was such a crazy moment in sports. That was when he was shutting it down in like the seventh, eighth inning for the Braves. Yeah. Just going ham, screaming. Screaming, throwing it like, you know, 97. Yeah. <laughs> Not even that fast. Right. Throwing it as hard as Lucas Sims can top out on. No shit. Without the spin. Dude, Simsy, there's been some great pictures of him on Twitter. Just working out, getting it's in great. shape. Mm. Love it. He's beefed up, man. He's real beefed up. What are the odds that John Rocker is drunk somewhere after drinking 48 Bud Lights in three hours? Pretty good. They're really good. Mm, that sounds good. You know, I've, n- I've never been a Bud Light guy. Budweiser, whole other ball. Oh, I love Bud Light. I love. Uh, well, I'm a diesel boy. Yeah. Love the diesel. Oh, I love a big fatty diesel, too. I'll, I'll take a Bud all day, but that right. Bud Light, that's when you want to drink 50 beers in a day. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's when I drink High Life. Yeah. See? There you go, man. There it is. Bet online. That, <laughs> that's a great way <laughs> to lead right into it. Football is in full effect, and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Now, here is a few words from our new... I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... 
what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Sponsor. Hey, it's Travis Pastrami again. And we're back. Travis Pastrami. Sorry I got uh, lost and didn't say armchair on the bet online read. I was staring at, the, at Dua Lipa. Oh, God. What a what a sight to behold. Billy went and got him a couple hot vinyls, and Dua Lipa is sitting here, man. She is really something else. Dupo Pipo. Dupo Pipo. That's just what a drunk name I gave her. That was at the very, very beginning of COVID, yeah? That oh, was like, yeah. like May, June. Yeah, I remember when, like, uh, I went to go because Alicia listened to it a ton. Like it was every weekend on the roof, and then like some businesses were able to do like carry out drinks or whatever. And Gorilla Cinemas was doing their pop up at Lonely Pine where they were doing those those like uh, what were they like slushies? Those yeah. booze, the rum slushies. And I went and picked some up and helped like them set up for a second and whatever they needed me to do. And then they put on Dupo Pipo. And I was like, you guys are listening to Dupo Pipo? And they're like, who's that? And I'm like, sorry, Dua Lipa? They're like, yeah, we just can't stop listening to this album. So like that memory is always attached with getting like really good slushies and like a good memory of hanging out with people I hadn't seen and like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Nope, it's going to keep going. Fuck. Dude, but- it's been so long that if you are trying to look for a light at the end of the tunnel, man, 
regardless of what COVID is going to be or what, however it's going to get rolled out, moot point, we're not that far away from it being warm. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to. I mean, we're, it, the COVID sucked, but it was way less. It was way better when it was just like hot yeah. and it was light until nine o'clock. At least, and we could be outside. Yeah, that was such a different ball game, man. Drinking in the park. Drinking in the park. Wiffle ball in the park. Come on. Just walking around during the day. It was awesome. Walking around during the day was just a lifesaver. And then just sweating everything Yeah, out. I didn't have anything to do, but I mean, I walked and and played in the grass. That's how I, like, you know, that's that was helping with, like, keeping my weight down. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I got down well, to we, 215 and I was psyched. And I'm like, I'm walking a lot. I'm playing wiffle. I'm being active. Well, we were all talking. It's so funny. It's just the passage of time. I remember when everyone was talking about, oh, yeah, that winter. Winter's going to be dark. The dark winter. It's like we're just in the midst of it right now, and we're almost through it, dude. But it's also- Literally. it's We're like fucking- We're so close, man. Pitchers and catchers report in less than a month. And But here's the thing. I am completely paranoid about February. Yeah. I mean, Camelton County is as purple as my balls. Yeah. They're bruised. It's bad. It's ugly. The rest of the state's red. I mean, the rest of the country is completely fucked. I mean, it's not good and it's going to get worse. But it's like, here's the thing is people are like, I don't fucking care anymore. Well, that's the I thing. Don't care. Well, that's that's why I'm just saying, well, let's be happy that it'll be warm soon because it's like you you just you just do your part or don't or what but just yeah. li- you just got to live your life to whatever level you can, can right now correct you know i mean and it's just it's been happening so long that how it's how can you still be mad at it right you know what i'm saying it's like oh yeah it's fucked sure yeah it's how it goes well we're also in the lucky group where we're 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 young we're both 30 we um we're healthy and if we catch it, which you and I have had multiple interactions with it and are completely fine, we're at the point now where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take these, ch- I feel like I'm repeating myself. We were going to take these chances, do what we can, and hopefully and be as safe as possible. But there also needs to be like, you know, we're in the, we're in a lucky group. There's people who are like, either like super old have health conditions and are like, I can't risk it. I can't go outside. We're in the lucky group. We're like, we're bored. And the other people are like, I'm scared for my life. Even if I go to a grocery oh, store. Oh, I get that. But, but it's we're like, lucky. And we have the we have the angle of that. And I'm just going to keep riding that. That's all we can do. That's all I can do. That's why I'm trying. That's the only way I can be positive. There's else, nothing that we could do to alleviate the stress of those people who it would really, really negatively hurt. And I feel bad for them. Of course. And I feel for you, and I'm sorry, but guess where were you when you were when you were 30? You could fuck without a condom and be like, I yeah, this is this is cents. fun. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. some deli- there's some limited risk. Yeah. You know, AIDS hadn't started yet, you know, if they're if you're looking at the old people. You know what I mean? I know, man. They got the raw dog in the mud and wood fest and wood wood. You get it. And listen to Jimi Hendrix. Woodfest. Woodfest. Well, it was their own Woodfest if they were fucking in the mud. No shit, man. They got to do that shit. Get out of here. 
you got to be flower children and live in a fucking van and drive and you could just scam people because no one knew where you were. Yeah, you, you really lived were. in a world where it's like you got to, you were in the world when like sexuality was first brought forth. Yeah. You were out there. Now we're fucking. just now we're just desensitized, you know? Boobs yeah. is boobs. Now we're like, yeah. There's only fans is the thing. Boobs are just a regular yeah. part of life now. You could just sign up for a website and see your neighbor's tits. Yeah. That's a thing that could happen in your life, and we're just like, that's fine. Yeah. Seven bucks a month to see it's, my neighbor's We're not tits? amazed okay. by anything. The only thing that we're no. amazed by now are just when shit gets so bad. Right. When we're at the point where And like, then when it gets this bad, you'd just be like, all right, well... <laughs> I'm just, you know, bars aren't as fun, yeah. but I'm gonna go. Right. And the, you know what? You know what? We are, we're just, we're like, wow, that's crazy. And then we're put into the 24-hour, 12-hour, 6-hour, 4-hour, 3-hour news cycle. Yeah. Where we're constantly doom scrolling like something else happened. Yeah. We're desensitized to everything because everything's happening all the time and we know about it. I know, man. So. Just gotta pare it down, simplify it. That's Get you right. a little bubble that you can exist in and be happy in. That's that's what we're doing right now. It's the only thing you can do. It's all it's all we got, man. And yeah. if that involves like that's another reason why the gross mishandling of baseball right now is so <laughs> angering because you're just I'm just like, I just want fucking baseball. <laughs> I don't even want to go to a game. Right. I do, but like I won't. <laughs> so can I at least just get like a good product? Let me have a great product. The one respite that we have, sport, handle it well. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm watching NBA basketball now. You know what I mean? No one should be watching it in late January. I know. And I'm doing it because I'm like, what else am I going to do? This is a great distraction. I know. Man. I watched Rocket Suns last night. There was no reason to watch that. Rocket Suns. Yeah. Well, I'm intrigued just... by that Rockets team. I like that. I like. I right. Like, I like John Wall. John Wall, Boogie Cousins, and Oladipo. Right. I think that they could be like a little dark horse. Be like a four-five seed. Make a little noise in the playoffs. I hope so. You just need John Wall on the floor. Yeah. But that's another. Yeah, you can find those storylines. You find those storylines in the NFL. You find them in the NBA. Yeah. Where do you find the storylines in MLB? Right. It's like you get you get some cool matchups. Like you're like I, I remember. Going to GABP in 2019 and watching Rizal Iglesias strike out Sho, um, Shohei Otani. Yeah. I remember watching Mike Trout take one yard. Yeah. Like, you get that stuff. Yeah. Hit it onto the roof of the fucking arena. But you don't get enough 1v1 interactions where, like, in basketball, where, like, you get to see the big three in Brooklyn take on... The Lakers. LeBron right. and fucking AD or the 76ers. That's a full ass show. Right. That there are those superstars, those are those where it's attached to. Yeah. In baseball, when you think about it, it's it's also a flaw in the game and also makes it trickier for people to advertise. It's like Mike Trout on a good night gets to on a on a on a normal night gets to go up to the plate four times. Yeah, and see nine pitches. Exactly. Yeah. So it's hard to amp those dudes up and amp up that storyline. Yeah, it's but it's an amazing team sport. But it's hard to amp that up unless you do like a like a red zone type thing where you just go into every Mike Trout at bat. But then it's like, well, that's MLB Network. Yeah, exactly. And then that you're only viewing that if you want to. Right, and you get like the you get a charcuterie board of everything great in baseball. I farted. And I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. There it is. Sorry, that's gonna burn. 
That one. Speaking of burning, when we were over there having our Saturday night with the boys, it was a hot sauce extravaganza. We did the last dab. Oh, it was so good. We did the last dab from Hot Ones. It's a hot ass fucking hot sauce. I love how Danny was sitting there. He's like, it's not that hot. Just really sweating. Just sweating. I'm like, you don't have to be the coolest guy in the room because you're the hottest guy in the room right now because of that. Yeah, this ain't some macho shit. You can say that the Scoville units are true on that hot sauce. Yeah, man. You, you're allowed to react and be a human. Well, but I, I got up and I was pacing and I went and I started chug. I chugged my little kings. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah, that cream ale helps it, when your mouth is hot. It's cream ale. It's actually brewed with milk. Yeah, I know. It does help. It's, that's not true. But the uh, I lied to you. The hot sauce, we could equate that to the hot stove oh. or the lack thereof of the hot stove. There's some things that are happening, but there is still yeah. yet to be like a huge big old splash. Well, think about it. We had a big splash with Lindor being traded. Lindor traded, and then that, just old news. Nothing. Nothing. And then we thought Springer was going to join him in New York, and he's still an Astro. No. Yeah, uh, Brantley. Brantley. But we got Springer. Springer is a Blue Jay. That's awesome. Yeah. Finally, someone took the Blue Jays' money. I'm so excited for that team. That's going to be one where I'm like... I think I'm going to buy a Vlad Jr. jersey. Yeah, now that's an exciting team. It's a very exciting team. I already have a Blue Jays jersey. Yeah, you do. But that was just because the logo is cool. But, I mean, that's like, you've got a fun young core there, and they just need more vets. That's why I was so bummed to hear Brantley stayed in Houston, because I'm like, man, that bat, that's your, D, that's your fucking DH or left fielder. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that would have been fun to see him go there. But, I mean, now it's just the, hot, the hotline for Bauer. Real Muto. Tanaka. Tanaka. Um, the slew of relievers still out there. Yeah, and then... We the, had Kirby Yates go to the Blue Jays. Yeah. The 2019 saves leader. And then the non-sexiest thing in the world, Reds in talks with Andrelton. Blech. That's such a bummer to hear. Yeah. Ugh. What about the, those rumors of Sonny and Gino being tr- traded somewhere? To the Mets? Yeah. That thing that Mikey Webb sent? Yeah. That hot... That- I mean, I saw it I saw it around Twitter, but it was just like, I don't know how it made its way out there. I think some dude just grabbed it, made that headline, and yeah. then made you read his, his page. Yeah. And then it made its way on Twitter. It's just a way to gri- get your attention. And it was just one guy tweeting, sources, which, come, anybody could do that. Yeah. I could just tweet out sources right now. I've got, you know, almost, I've got like 600 and, 669 followers on Twitter, horny. Nice. And I could just tweet out, sources, heard that the Reds are trading a. Eugenio Suarez to the Los Angeles Angels for Mike Trout. People would be like, that's crazy, but he said sources. Yeah. Is there, what world, what would you need make a make a reg trade with big names that you would be down for oh boy this is fun that could be realistic or completely unrealistic just fuck it just fuck it okay um hmm. i mean sonny and gino we give them up okay i still love the idea say you give up you give up sonny and gino it, i mean it wouldn't work because sonny already went to new york and they need another arm I honestly like that deal that was posted in Reds River Front Nation where you trade up Stinky Winky, you trade Sonny Gray, or not Sonny Gray, Stinky Winky Luis Castillo for um, Glaber, Glaber uh, and Duhar, and then who were the other two? Clint uh, Frazier. Yeah. 
And I forget who the fourth was. I liked that deal. That was surprising to me. That that was getting enough traction and it made enough sense for both teams that I thought we were going to see Castillo be a Yankee. I just I, I just don't think you can I don't one, I don't think the Yankees would do that. You don't think I mean That's their that's the that's two major league three major league ready players that they're still kind of banking on that are in pre arb years. Yeah. Before but, I mean, but the embarrassment of riches that they have anyway. And they would be getting they need that second ace. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a toughie. It's a I tough just one. Thought, I just thought that even they could pare it down a little bit. And then Gene, Luis Castillo's contract is a great deal. Castillo for Torres? Yeah, I want more though. Yeah, I'll give you Gino too. You can. I'd love to see him hit dingers in that on that short porch and left. Yeah, at, at Yankee Stadium. But you're also giving me. <coughs> you're giving me everything you got. Well, you brought up Winker. What about Winker getting rated as the fifth best left fielder in all of baseball? Fuck yes. Love that. That's some credit where I think credit is due. About time. The yeah. guy's got a stick. He had that hot, 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 Hotter hot than time. anyone in the league. Player yeah. of the month. Yeah. Those 20, 25 games where he was just yakking dingers. Yeah. And he was also hitting doubles. And he was. they were letting him hit, le- hit against lefties. Yeah. He was looking great. He was locked in. And yeah, it was about fucking time. No, I'm thinking... And now he's got to live up to it the full 162 this year. I'm excited about Winker. I would be bummed if we did trade him away as like another piece and a big one. But if you get enough in return, I'm psyched. But it's you're getting a king's ransom because then you you aren't... uh, That's the thing with when you made those moves with that Yankee move. It's like, that's like... A pretty even trade. It sucks that we would lose. I mean, we would lose Luis, but I wouldn't be that. I mean, you get enough bats. That'd like be an Clint, even trade. Clint Frazier, you just plug him into left field. Exactly. No, I I would be down with that. You plug in Torres and and Duhar at third and short. There you go. Then you're ready to roll. So you lose Luis, but I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, Lodolo's around the corner. And you Lodolo, may be I've been reading some shit on Lodolo, and he is hotter than a pistol right now. Really? Yeah, he's been fucking killing it. No shit. Yes. Yeah, Lodolo, people are high on Lodolo. Talking about him might be in it. You know, you could call him up next year, potentially. I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. People are really high on Lodolo. So if that happens, then you then that could potentially make Luis expendable. Would it... I mean... In a set, if if that trade is correct, if that if that trade is is the move, but I'm not like expendable as in like, well, we could get a couple pieces. Like, no, I mean like a big old trade, big old. Fucking you get move. your guns, we get our guns. Wash we're our s- hands of it. We're set. Yeah, and we're clean. Right. I just don't. I don't know. After the Louise thing sputtered, I think we are done. I think the Reds are out on big trades. I think so too. I think the sexiest thing that we could do for the rest of the offseason is sign Simeon. That's the that that but that's enough when we were texting earlier like that is enough for me to move the needle. That's a needle mover for sure. And Drelton Simmons is not. No. That is settling. Agreed. Yeah, I mean you go one clear one Marcus Simeon. 2 DD mm-hmm. And Drelton Simmons is just it's Jarvis it's a uh, uh, Galvis Light. A little bit better. A little better. Better glove. But needle move-wise, barely Mm-mm. moves the needle. Mm-mm. 
Don't like it. I want to see Marcus Simeon just rake at Great American Ballpark and with, a, with, with his gold glove. And I think that he would be more likely to sign with us and be that prize pony that we have at short batting in the middle of our lineup, you know, being a missing piece to what could be a good good team. Right. Versus going and being a you know a medium-sized fish in the huge pond that is Los Angeles Dodgers yep. and playing all around the infield. 100%. I think that he you know that just kind of comes into like a pride thing. As a yeah, as a competitor I would want that. He's 16 months away from being third place in AL MVP voting. Yeah. 16 months away. And the other thing is, I don't know if the Reds will want to pay him because he would say the same, his agent would say the same fucking thing. Yeah. But again, the shortstop market isn't isn't crazy. He would get paid. I mean, I think think $14 million a year, even if we go, ugh. And we dropped our payroll with arbitration. A ton. We went from a projected $125 million Two hundred and seventeen million. It's a lot of money saved. Guess what? Save that. Don't save it. Don't put it in a savings account. Don't put it into a ninth house. No, give it to a player that can help you win. Clearly, now. win the central. Yes. If we sign Simeon, I think you know, and fucking knock on wood or whatever. I think sign Simeon, keep Luis and Sonny. Mm-hmm. We run away with the central. I agree with you. The. Uh, and only- then I know we talked about it last week. It's like, you know, the, do you just want to win the Central? It's all we can do to start off. Correct. We don't have, we aren't looking like the Padres who went out and traded again for Joe and went and made another move. And Got sp- Musgraves who would be Musgrove, most teams yeah. two or three. He's right? there like four. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. And that's what they did. Oh, this is going to be gross. Um, but yeah, that's what they went and did, man. It's, man, and so all you have to do is just get there. That's all you have to do is get there and then anything can happen. Yeah. I know, man. And so, yeah, just get to the dance and then let's see, let's see what happens when we get on the floor. That's all we got. And maybe something happens where you call up a hunt, you call up a Hunter Green and he's in your bullpen and he's your now eighth inning guy and a playoff run because he can throw 101 miles an hour. Yeah. And you're like, cool, let's do that now. What? And same with Lodolo. You just don't fucking know. You don't know. And you just got to let it play out and trust what you have in the farm and what's close and what you can put on the field. Yeah, if you ain't going to trade the farm for a huge piece, mm-hmm. bet on them. And don't, especially now, now more than ever. Yeah. Throw Hunter Green out there. Right. It, you, you don't Worst know. Worst thing ever. You send it back down to AAA. What a bummer. I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I just, my, my gut's telling me with as weird as this offseason's been, and there weren't a ton of like top tier free agents available, that's next year. Yeah. Like, who fucking knows? So, like, you're not going to go out and overspend this year and go get bring Bauer back. You're not going to go out and get JT Romuto. Would that be dope? Yes. Do you need it? No. Do you have the Do you have the money to do it? If you're going into there saying we no need to cut costs marks. that we're poor yeah. and quote broke, no, you don't. So you've got to just stick with what you can, and the market is honed in on Simeon, 
Gregorius, ugh, and Simmons. But the market has been so cold for Simmons. The, this is the first time his name I've even has seen been his brought name up. pop up. And it was because John Heyman was just like available. The Reds are looking into it. Of course they're looking into it. They need they just need a shortstop. Of course they're gonna look into it. Yeah. Duh. Duh. It's all I got. There's just only so much conjecture that we can do. Yeah. You know? Right. But duh. Sign a shortstop. I don't know if it happens this week. I don't know if it happens next week. But it took this long for George Springer to get signed, and you have the best starting pitcher available still on the market and the best catcher available on the market. And how horny would this be if JT Realmuto leaves Philly, packs his bags, and goes down to Atlanta? With that staff and what those young team. players. What a team. You just plug him in. Yeah, what oh, a team that would be. Holy I mean, fuck. you've still got Marcel Ozuna unsigned. Well, and, and Nelson Cruz, that's because you just, because the game hasn't figured out if they're going to let the DH happen in the National League. Again, mishandling. Mishandling, where Theo should just swing his big old fucking hog around. Just be like DH in both leagues forever. Done. Guess what? This if your decree is final. Yeah, and if the purists come out and start bitching, fuck you. Let's make this game exciting. Yeah. Let's, let's bring people in to watch it more. I know, man. And what is that? More offense. That's the answer. So make the DH a thing in the National League. I don't want to watch Sonny Gray bat. Ever. Never no. have. It's, it's always, it's just a complete liability. And they, I'm sure that this argument is used. Throwing out a pitcher to hit in the NL, who is just like statistically not going to get a hit, it's just a liability. Just taking yeah. a ball off the fucking fingers. And when it happens, it's a novelty. Yeah. Which is a fun thing. I mean, nothing more... One of the greatest sports moments of all time is Bartolo Colon hitting a home run. Of course. But, like, let that be an end. Yeah. And Michael Lorenzen in 2019, uh, strikeout and a hit and a dinger. Yeah. Cool. We're, that's just like, oh, that's a cool fucking stat. But you're not going to fucking see that again. Come on. Nah. That's not a normal thing, and it's not, and it shouldn't be, and just get rid of it. Agreed. So, and that's why you haven't seen Ozuna signed. That's why you haven't seen Nelson Cruz signed. Nelson Cruz still in the league is just so amazing. Just hit, just raking. Yeah. Love to see it. But Ozuna, that's just, man, he just bet on himself. Any other year, somebody would be giving him close to 200 mil. No shit. After the season he just had? Here's a question for you. And also with the report about JT Romuto, it said Atlanta and other West Coast teams. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Mariners went out and signed JT Romuto. They've got young arms that are coming up, and they've got a good young core and a farm system that's coming up too. And they just need to start building and having cornerstone pieces. They've got the money. They've done it before. Yeah. The most recent was Robbins was uh Cano. I I wouldn't be shocked, man. Other West Coast teams, how vague. Yeah, cuz I'm trying to think about who else it would be. Wouldn't be the Giants. No, it wouldn't be the Dodgers, it wouldn't be the Padres. It wouldn't be it should be what, the Angels? Angels. Yeah. Angels or Mariners? Mariners. Those are the other two, just from thinking of really breaking it down. Yeah. I'm cool with that. 
Who knows? I I just want. It's fun to see where the pieces fall within the league. Mm-hmm. It's fun getting to be able to have these new exciting, like the Blue Jays, like you were saying, thoroughly in on them. Yeah, that's an exciting team. I am. I am most. I just want to see what is going to be going on with my red legs. Yeah, I want to know who my shortstop's going to be. I do want to see where Bauer goes, just to fucking cut that off. Just let it be done. Just let it be done and move on. Move on. Like right now, it's like it's like when you and your girlfriend go quote on a break. Yeah, you're just you're just waiting to see which one's. It's gonna over. Just call you're just waiting it. to just drop the hammer so you can actually move on with your life. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Reds sign a reliever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know who still is available. Let me look here real quick. Uh, let me pull it up. Where yeah. did Archie go again? Phillies. And Philly, dude, that's right. Mm, the Reds, he, that's, the, that's the goddamn, the whole fucking thing of that, of letting him go. He was only supposed to make 4.5 in arbitration and knowing how the market went and they signed for less, so probably around three and a half. Yeah. He signed for six in Philadelphia. I know. You could have traded him. Yeah. That's the whole, th- but but Nick Nick Crawl was told to lower payroll. Just that was his number one prerogative. And he did what he was told. And I know it's a known commodity. You traded pieces away and you can't fix what was changed. But Nick did what he was told to do and what he was supposed to do. That's it. Is it mismanaging and mishandling? 100%. Yeah, but it's just coming from the top. Exactly, and that's what happens when you have an uh, have a you know an agr- an owner who wants to control everything, instead of an owner going like I hired you to do this, I'm going to sit back and go do that. I'm going to worry about making my millions or billions of dollars and how I got here to be able to own this team. What but, a tangled web we weave. Yeah, I Major know. League Baseball fans. Yeah, uh, here we go. I forgot to type in free agent. I got mad about that. But it's just like you it's you 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 do or you don't. Tyler Clipper signed as well. Okay, here we go. Do 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 do. Cool. So I'm just looking at this list. Pedro Baez signed. Wade Davis was signed. Oh, I didn't know that. Steve Shishak is a free agent. I didn't realize he signed a one year. Jeremy Jeffress is not signed. Interesting. There's a lot out here. Um, just looking at this long list, Mark Melanson is not signed at the moment, it says Melanson here. was a hot ticket a couple seasons ago. Yeah, he was traded for last year. That's interesting. I don't know if I believe this, this list here. 2019. Okay, okay. That's right. There we go. Sorry, looking here. Um, oh, those are just the top tier. Um, shit. Sorry. This is just... Man, baseball reference would be great for this, but then it's also their mobile version is not very good. So, um, I don't know, man. It's just there's so many out there, and I don't have a solid list. I'm going to have that next week. I said it last week. I don't have it again. But there's enough out there where I'm like, well, but the Reds have also... last week, nothing's changed. True. And <laughs> there's enough lottery tickets the Reds have already signed that it's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. And the trade, especially for Bob Steve with those two, to those two guys. Yeah, a bunch of the moves that we did early on that we have now forgotten about could pan out. Yeah. And we talked about De Leon a couple pods ago. 
That's another one that could shake out. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he's tearing it up down in, in uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm looking up that trade because that's going to bother me. What? Bob, Steve, and... That's right. Jameson, Hannah, and... Je- uh, yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Hicks? Jeff Hoffman and Case Williams. Case. And, and Jeff Hoffman's the one that we're like, high spin rate, he could work out. We're looking at him as, in the, as a reliever or, or a starter. That's what they were that he was told. He's like, you could be a five or four, four or five starter. Go into this spring training knowing that you could go either way. I listened to an interview with that guy. We signed Art Warren. Oh, yeah. And he was just talking about like, he spins an Addy. He even said that phrase. He was like, that's always been my game is trying to spin it. And he, he just broke. I don't know if it was like after he spoke with them or not, mm-hmm. but he was like, I want to start off with that high fucking heat and then spin my slider right off the table. And he just t- said exactly what our boys are about here in Cincinnati. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, as long as we could have some of those pan out, but I want something sexy, man. I want to see Simeon in a Reds hat. I do too. I want, I want to see that. I want to see him in them crispy whites. People look sexy in Reds hats. Yeah, they do. It's a good jersey, man. Solid. That's why you see a lot of rappers wear Reds hats. I know. It's a great hat. Tom Segura wears a bunch of Reds hats. Well, he's also from here. Yes, but that still, helps. looking good in it. He doesn't give a shit about the Reds. No, it's a good hat. Great hat. It's a good hat, man. Solid hat. I think this was a solid pod. That's all I got. I think that we spun a pretty good web for just, you know, a couple signings that happened not involving our team. Yeah, and we got to how we would explain baseball to an alien. Yeah, I did. I liked that bit a lot. It's a fun one. That was good, man. That's a thing my grandpa and I used to do all the time. I would talk about something and he would just look at me and go, explain that to me as if I were an alien. That's a good thought process. It's It's a good thought experiment. Get to the base of it. Yeah. Make it as simple as possible. Yeah. I know nothing. I'm an alien. Explain it to me. With no context. None. I'm from a different universe. Pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing that. What do you got to plug, Daddy? Uh, Plug the pod. Plug Bond with Friends. Keep that in people, the forefront of people's minds. Bond with Friends. Three are in the can. Um, I will be recording the fourth one next week. Um, Also, I don't know... Looks like our network might be changing in the, for the good, so that's something, and um, we're looking at a mid-February launch. I wanted to do the end of January, but I've been talking with good old Daddy Stevens, and we're looking for later. They've got to get some ducks in a row, get their house in order. So, Bond with Friends, coming as soon as I'm told I can launch it. It's fucking awesome, man. And uh, that's it, and with you... Not much. Nothing on the creative front, really. Um, I've got a great YouTube channel that I've been really into lately. Yeah? If you want to watch it, it's great uplifting. It's called SBSK. Yeah. Special Books for Special Kids. Oh! It's just, it's really great. This guy has a background in, like, uh, special education. Yeah. And he just sits down and goes to these people's homes and just speaks with kids who deal with, you know... Various forms of mental handicaps mm-hmm. and mental illnesses, and it is great. It's feel good. It's hilarious. Aww. It's uh, insightful. I, mm-hmm. it, it, I watch them before I go to bed. That's nice. And it just kind of like makes you feel good. Gives you some perspective. You're just like, oh yeah, well, yeah, you know, I could be 
severely autistic with paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't have that, you know? And it's it's heartwarming. So SBSK yeah. on YouTube. That's a good one. I've been watching this dude make food, uh, of course, but he like makes fast food good. And he made like homemade chalupas. Mm. And the whole time he's making it, he's also talking shit about the fast food place. That's fun. This like cool black dude from Atlanta. He's like, he's just like, man, I'm telling you, once you make these chalupas, you're never going to hit that Taco Bell drive through again because you can do it at home. Even better. Ooh, speaking of doing it better, I ate Gomez today. Oh, get out of town. Gomez is so fucking good. They, yes, that one of the best. Like, I, I you know, I haven't had. Because their turtles are a chalupa. Yeah, they're, more or less. Yeah, it's a Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, and it's quality, fresh ingredients. It is easy to make good bar food if you have fresh ingredients. Yeah, it's not hard. Uh huh. It just takes that extra effort. Yeah, a little more expensive, but it's worth it. Because then you can charge a little bit more, and people are like, "Why do you pay thirteen bucks for it?" It's like, try it. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's why." Yeah, man. Same wavelength. Boom, baby. We'll we'll try to stay up out there, gang. Yeah, guys, get it together here. Keep it up. We're almost to spring. We're almost to pitchers and catchers reporting. We're almost to baseball. Thank you to Live CBD and Travis Capani (laughs) for doing a kickflip on his... Tyler Sturstami. Picker Mick Starferson. (laughs) (laughs) Doing a kickflip on his go-ped. Love it. And eating the BDCs. And then, as always, (laughs) Bet Online. Bet Online for being our premier online betting sponsor and armchair media for sponsoring this hot pile of shit. Bet, Uh, baby. Bet on that. And as always, thank you so much and go Red Legs. Stay nasty.